Welcome to the Sprint to Profit podcast with Kirsty and Isaac. If you are an Amazon seller looking to grow your business with some of the latest tactics and strategies, along with some great guidance for your overall business, then you are in the right place. So pay attention and if needed, take notes. Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome to the Sprint to Profit podcast. It's Kirsty and Isaac here from Real Coaching again. In this episode, we're going to be speaking with Jimmy, who is an Amazon seller that came to work with us in December 2020 and has gone through quite the transformation as an aspiring Amazon entrepreneur. We'll get his perspective on what it's taken to get to this point and what challenges he has had to overcome to start selling success. Well, we've already got to know then that you're um, kind of a mix of French, Portuguese, um, Korean as well. And also you're in the United States as well, right? So you've got a yes. nice mix there. Um, so we know a little bit about you there, but Maybe we can understand a little bit more about your journey and how did you even get started on this Amazon gig anyway? How did you start selling? Yeah, so it's probably fairly typical, but you know, as you, I find as I sort of grow older and blessed with three kids and a wife and all that stuff, time becomes a lot more precious um, as you you know, continue to grow in age and, and success comes if you're doing it right and you're a little, and you're lucky and, and these types of things, um, you know, success comes as well, but that success also takes away at what I feel is my most precious commodity, which is time. So yeah. um, COVID, I know COVID was a tough, t- 2020 was a very tough year for the world. And I, I wish it never happened, but for me and my family personally, there were some positives that came out of that. And one of those positives was I was able to be able to transition to work at home, which I know, again, many, many couldn't do that. But for me personally, I was able to transition to work from home, manage my teams from home and just be with my kids all the time and my wife and all that kind of stuff. And that started to sort of change my perspective. What I, what was going on before that was the typical grind and hustle, right? And I mean, I'm spending eight, 10 hours a day um, in the office. I have other side gigs, professor teaching. So that's taking me, my eyes are glued to the computer even when I get home and between that and gym time and then other things, you know, other commitments, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's 80 hour weeks. Um, and so uh, it was basically kiss, kiss the kids in the morning, uh, drop them off at school every once in a while and then see them at dinner time. And so for me, transitioning home uh, really started to open my eyes to like, what's in, like, like, what's really important. Right. So Um, that's when I started to really get serious about, uh, and I would suggest this for everybody is when, you know, when you talk about fire, like financial independence, retire, all these types of things, you know, I think everybody thinks, well, I got to make, I got to have a 3 mil in the bank and, and make a ton of money to retire. Everybody's threshold as to what they can live on is different. And so you got to really start to really think through what that means. And so I started to really think through like, where would I be comfortable with, quitting my day job. And so I'm definitely not there yet, but that was the ultimate goal. And so that's spurred this idea of besides investments in the market and these types of things, what can I be actively doing? Um, and, and so Amazon was one of those things where I found it through just searching um, and went into YouTube and started to do some research there and probably spent about six months just diving as deep as surface level YouTube can, can give you. Uh, and, uh, and so started to learn a lot about it. And so that's kind of really how I got onto the Amazon FBA um, or I got on my radar, I guess. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting you say that about the time, um, because I think probably when you were working from home that you also realized that you didn't all that time you and energy you were spending at your day job 
um, was probably a lot of that was wasted, right? Because I remember I was in a similar position. I was spending like 80 hours a week um, because usually we had an open desk policy, right? And it was one of those things that, oh yeah, let's everybody have this awesome community. But the problem with that is, is that everybody comes up to you. Hey, Kirsty, what about this? Hey, Jimmy, you know, can you talk to me about this? And like you spend like three hours a day just fielding questions from, <laughs> you know, it's not very focused. And so when you're at home and you're working from home, you can actually crunch that time. You can be a lot more efficient. And then, of course, you get time to spend with the family and, and stuff like that as well. So I think, um, you know, thinking and one thing that, you know, we really want to start to focus more on is, uh, we we think about it, but we haven't been probably as explicit about it, but it's not just about the money. The money gets you the thing, right? But the time and the energy is really what we're, what we're really wanting, just that the money allows us to get there. So it's interesting that you kind of had that experience as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I would yeah. say, I mean, that's, you say, you know, it's a pretty typical thing. I think, you know, most people approaching 40 or 45 in that area, 50 even, maybe sometimes a little earlier. Like I, I started thinking about it when I first started dating my wife, I was like, why do I really need to make money? Is it to make somebody happy? Is it to impress people? Is it to really live off of this much money or is it to experience life in a better way? Right. So I think that that is a big thing when, when people first get started on Amazon or thinking about running their own businesses what can it afford me that I can't get by, you know, trading my time for money? And, and that's the biggest thing I think most people need to hear. And, and I always come back to the Warren Buffett um, quote, where he says, if you basically said, if you, if you can't find a way to make money in your sleep, you'll work until you die. And I was like, as soon as I heard that, I was like, well, I'm not working it like that until I die. I'll find right. a way to make money in my sleep. And yeah. that's what you can do on Amazon, which is a great thing about it. Yeah. And that's the key. So for me specifically, you know, I'm not, I love what I do. I love my job. I'm passionate about it. The people, my teams, I, I, you know, I, I have no goals to quit anytime soon. And so for me, that actually relieved some pressure from me mm -hmm. to go, I'm going to do this right. I'm going to do the Amazon thing right. I'm not. I, so for me personally, I didn't have a huge, uh, like I, I just personally didn't have like a huge emergency. And so for me, it's actually allowed me to take, because this, the reality is it's not all, heart stars and horseshoes, right? There are things that are tough about it allow me to take it more in stride, right? So there's a little yeah. less pressure on me, but exactly what you're saying is exactly true. So for me, watching my father who had no degree or anything like that, make a name for himself. Um, but the thing is he worked and retired when he was 65, 67, something like that. Uh, and, and that's great. He did fabulous. Again, for some of no degree, grew up in the back streets of Georgia he, he did very well for himself, but he had to work his whole life. And so for me, I'm going, I'm, I'm 34. And so I'm, I'm going, I, I don't see another 35 years of corporate, <laughs> you know, structure in my life. I just don't see that. So let's go ahead and prepare now. Let's go ahead and start now. Uh, so that when I really start to feel it, right, when I'm really starting to feel that pressure, it's not too late. Because I feel like some people start at that point, and then they have all this pressure, I got to build yeah. this thing in three years, or a year or whatever. And, and that can that can lead them to mistakes. And so for me, I'm like, I'm going to start now and I'm going to build it up, scale it up, do it properly. So that I actually have something of depth um, and diversification so that when the time comes, I'm comfortable doing what I need to do. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you did mention some of the, the things it's not all horseshoes and, and rainbows and stuff, as you said, but um, you know, it's, it's, there are hurdles. So I was, I was curious, what are some of the hurdles that you've kind of personally faced and how have you overcome them since you started the Amazon journey? Yeah. Um, 
So, I, well, a, a common one that I think a lot of people are facing is shipping, right? Uh, the freight forwarding game is is that's that's a world changing dynamic right now. It's affecting Apple and Corsair, and it's all the way down to little old Jimmy and his little niche of Amazon. So. <laughs> Uh, you know, so really navigating that uh, has been a very interesting one. Um, it does help that you're you're kind of strapped alongside a lot of other people working through it. And so um, so that would probably be one of the bigger ones. So this, for instance, this last order, um, I had to make the hard decision to really eat into my margins and ship about 35% of my uh, shipment via air freight. Yeah. That, the, every, every way I did the numbers, conservative to selling like crazy, obviously, uh, but even the most conservative models that I was comfortable with, it was just cutting it too close, right? It was, it was assuming that when the packages or the cartons got to Amazon's warehouse, that they were gonna get right to it and get it into the inventory. We all know that that's not always what happened. So yeah. <laughs> the margin of safety wasn't there. And, and lo and behold, actually just of yesterday, um, I started to eat into that inventory from the air freight and my, uh, the 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 sea shipment it just now cleared customs like just cleared it yesterday so it ended up being the right move and so for me as I'm adjusting my sheets to go now my margins a little different I'm happy because at least I'm selling still ranking doing all those types of things so that's where you really have to pivot you have to make these hard decisions I was reading this book by Matthew McConaughey and, and one of the things in his book it says you either have to you either persist you pivot or you die right and that's I found that really true in Amazon it's like make the decision. And sort of move forward, uh, and so that ended up being good. So the shipping has been an interesting one. Um, um, a most recent one, and I just posted was the insurance journey. So that one was very interesting. I um, I took that one way too lightly, I think, to be honest. Uh, and so I would definitely encourage when you guys get those emails from Amazon, don't ignore those. Uh, you know, definitely take them serious and uh, keep on top of those. I just assumed that my local insurance would um, take care of it and they thought it would be possible. And almost two and a half weeks later, they came back and said, it's not gonna work. And at that point I was really under the gun. And so, um, yeah. yeah, so anyway, so it's just some of those types of things, but uh, yeah, so those are probably the two main ones. Uh, besides the normal, always fighting for ranking, you know, always fighting for these types of things. And then October was our big, October was kind of our quote unquote Q4 for my, for my product. And so it was really interesting. And it was obviously our first time going through it. It was very interesting to go through. I'm selling like crazy, but what are my margins like? Yeah. Right. Because cost is going up uh, in terms of PPC and, and what's the, what's the balance between how much do I want to be on the top of the page versus how much am I getting organically? And so that was, I wouldn't say that was a problem, but that was a very interesting study I did. And so I, I'm, I'm going back and looking through those numbers and, and I, by sheer volume, it was obviously my best month, but by margins, it actually wasn't a great month. And so now I'm learning to reset my expectations on what does that look like for next year, right? So these are the types of things that I'm currently going through. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. I mean, at the end of the day, what you're doing is you're doing exactly what you should be doing in your business is reviewing, um, learning and putting it into place for the, for the next round, right? And yeah. I love the fact that you actually did make that decision because, in terms of when it comes to the shipment, the air freight, because at the end of the day, it's going to cost you way more if you run out of stock, right? To get that ranking back and everything, like you said. So you're right. I mean, you have to make those core decisions. You take a hit on the percentage margin, but your overall margin would be better off 
for having made that decision, right? So I think what you're describing is, is being able to understand all the data points in your business and looking at it from a, we, we like to say like a, um, you know, like an impressionist painting, right? Where you're looking at all the dots, but you're looking at it from afar and you actually see the picture as opposed to just the specific dots. Yeah. Um, so you're kind of learning a lot, which is right where you're at in this stage of business right now. That's exactly what you need to be doing. So you've had those challenges. You, you've learned you're going to overcome. And what do you think are the key challenges for you, like going like into 2022 and beyond as you start to grow the business? Well, that's it. It's going to be the growth. So you, I'll give you guys a lot of credit. One of the things you guys harp on a lot is cash flow. And so, um, you know, I came in and I felt like I had a relatively decent amount of cash. Um, and I did start with, I didn't start with a huge product and expensive product and like that. So that's why I paid such attention to my margins because in, and obviously in, in, in cheaper stuff, you really got to make sure your margins are worth your effort. So, but the cash flow has been very interesting. So I, I've been selling a lot more than I thought. And so that's, that's a good problem. But because of that, I've been having to reorder. And, and I'm, I was at a point earlier where I was as almost every month and a half, I was having to reorder another shipment because of expanding shipping times. Yeah. Um, like this last time I'm at 72 days since I paid my deposit in Alibaba. And the, the, like I said, it's just hitting customs. So now it's got to go to the, to the warehouse of the shipping agent. And then, then UPS picks it up. So I still probably got another 10, 12 days. So all of a sudden now you're factoring in 80 days of, of shipping. And so the cash flow, you know, when you, we're in lower margin stuff, and again, my margins are at the minimum of what you guys suggest, but that doesn't, my ROI is a little bit slower, right? So the cash flow game is interesting. So as I look to scale up and go, okay, so what's the second product? I got to understand a lot more about what does my cash flow look like in terms of the projections and these types of things and make sure I've got enough cash, excuse me, cash flow to be ordering now two products, right? Yeah. Uh, these types of things. So that's definitely my number one thing that I've got to sit down and really start to understand a lot better. Um, yeah. Going, yeah. Going into and I think it's pretty common because people could clearly see like, hey, this is how much it costs to order the product the first time at 1500 or 2000 units or whatever. But then it's like, well, now I've got to order 3000 and I've got to order that like every other month. What yeah. does that look like for your cash? And then you try to expand to another product. How does that really factor out? And as you just pointed out, I mean, you can find yourself even doing like starting with a decent amount of capital, finding that that crunches and gets really tight and puts you in some stressful situations. Yeah, it goes quick. Yeah. It goes quick. And and that's probably my number one frustration because in my circles, I've got a lot of friends who are very entrepreneurial. And so they're seeing my success and they're going, how do I get in? I'm you looking at YouTube videos. And one of the biggest things I could say for anybody's listening is like, when they say all you need is 500 bucks or 700, <laughs> like it's such crap and it's it's like i started with what 20 times that and yeah. i'm still struggling and i have a, a lower priced item yeah. uh like you really have to understand this is a real business yeah um, with with for real cash that's needed again i think it's a lower barrier of entries than a than a traditional business right for sure but uh it is a real business so yeah yeah the cash flow is is a is a, is a real thing you got to grapple with yeah so Obviously, you you've got one product uh, live, I believe, right now, and, and you're kind of it's doing really well for for your niche. Um, what do you think were some of the unique skills that you had that helped you kind of persevere and and kind of turn this into a successful product? And 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 obviously, with your 
and, you know, acumen here, it sounds like you're going to have a successful business long-term, but what do you think were some of the skills that you personally had? Because everyone's going to say, oh, but Jimmy could do this. I, I can't do that because Jimmy's got some special talent, but there's, there's obviously a unique skill, but it's not always what people expect. I would say probably the, the, the most, the, the skill that translated the most for me in terms of skill. So there's difference between skill and what I say personality, right? But from a skill perspective, um, you have to be good with numbers. Mm-hmm or you have to learn to be good with numbers or find somebody who's good with numbers because there's a lot of numbers and you got to understand your numbers. Um, and so that's probably the thing, you know, in my, in my line of work, I'm more in a technical field. Um, and so my line of work, you know, I'm dealing with spreadsheets all day long and this, that, and the other. So I was kind of right at home with that. Um, so that would probably be my biggest translated thing, but in terms of raw skill, I, one of the things with Amazon is you, you have to, you have, it, it's marketing right? It's international shipping and importing, right? Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's competitive uh, sales in terms of ad space. You know, it's all these different things, inventory, man, like there's a lot of skills you got to have. And so the, the reality is I, there's a lot of things I, I wasn't good at or, or still may not be good at, but you just, you sort of take it one week at a time uh, and, and you, you just understand that there's going to be challenges, but that's probably the biggest thing that translated for me. And so I, if somebody's going, well, he was predisposed to be good at this. I don't think so. I, I think it was really just a can-do attitude, to be honest. I think it was just, I'm going to make it work. If everybody else can make it work in this group, I can make it work. And so therefore I'm just going to, just going to do it. And failure isn't an option. So. Yeah. And I, like you say, I think that's more of a, it's a softer skill, right? But it's, it's definitely, it's a mindset, really. It's a, it's a frame of mind that you come into. And I think one thing that you did was embrace everything that we were hopefully, you know, coaching people on in the right way. So I think um, you just kind of came in and went, okay, tell me guys, what, what do I need to do? And you just literally followed it. And pretty much this is what happens, right? <laughs> when people just do it, yeah. and don't over second guess it, don't overthink it and just yeah. do it. One of the things I would say, and this translates into like investing, right? So I think people can get too much information because there's way more ways to make money in the market than just one way. There's multiple ways you can do it. Yeah. But I think the problem is people dip their toes in too many strategies and it's like, no, you, you got to commit to one. Right. And so you're exactly right. When I, when I finished talking with you guys and started the program, I was like, I know there are other ways to do this. You know, there are people who go do not sell stuff to other people. So you need to find unique products. There's all different ways you can sort of skin this cat, if you will. And I was like, I'm going to commit to this model because one, there was people that I learned to trust that were successful and the vibe I was getting, all the things were legit. And, and obviously it is, it is, this is very legit people. This is a very legitimate business. And so I was like, I'm just going to commit to it and go for it and just see what happens. Cause the thing is you guys know more than me. And so therefore it's like, you've got to be an open sponge. And so there are predispositions. And one of the things that Isaac, I love is that you're, you are usually just, just you're, you're blunt and you're, and you're straight because you care. Right. Yeah. And you don't want to waste people's time. And so you know, in other aspects of my life, I don't usually take that very well, to be honest with you. But in this, in this arena, I was like, well, he's like the sensei and I just got to take this in and, and sort of listen and, and take it to heart. And, that, and I did that. That's probably the, the most successful thing I did was really come at it with an open mind um, and, and just sort of take all the other YouTube videos and other stuff you think about and just commit. If you're going to go with this program, commit to it. Uh, and, and it does work. So, uh, and then once, you know, if you got five, 10 years under your belt, then you can figure it out for yourself what you want to do from there. But for sure, I'm sticking with this and, and, and going this route. 
Yeah, exactly. The more, um, you know, the more experience you get, then the more comfortable you get and the more um, confident you get as well. Right. So you then you're going to figure it out by yourself. Now, you mentioned there, you know, about just having an open mind and kind of going going for it. Is there, is there kind of like one thing that you felt made you change, like to build the business the way you're starting to now? Was there kind of like one trigger point or one kind of difference or thing that you did differently that made a change for you? I would probably say like before I came into the program, I was probably 60, 70% there. Once I got into the program, I really had to convince myself, I said, even if I don't trans, even if this doesn't matriculate into a business, I'm going to learn some hard skills in e-commerce, which is an, a growing, massively growing and relevant business out there. And PPC, which is a massive relative and growing business out there, whether it's Amazon, PPC, Google, whatever. Uh, and so I, I probably was about 67% there. Once I got into the program and I really started to go through the what, one of the things you guys do really well in the beginning is, is before we even get into products, right? You're talking, let's talk about your why. Let's talk about your, your brand positioning. Let's talk about these things. I hope I'm not giving stuff away, but no, that's really, oh really focus in on brand and, and your why and all these types of things. And, and those were hard questions for me because again, I felt like I wasn't fully committed. At that point, I was like, it, I'm, I, I need to commit myself. And so um, it was at that point that I really started to go, I'm going to do this no matter what. I'm, I'm going to lay that down payment down and, and I'm going to rock with this and, and we're going to see where it goes. So I really think that the, the program helped because what it did naturally is it, it made me think about this as a business as opposed to a side hobby. It's probably where what I'm trying to say non-succinctly, but it was probably that when I realized this is a for real business. Yeah. 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 No, that's a, that's a really good point, I think, because um, and, and quite you know, I understand, we, we totally get it because when you first start out, you're not sure if it's going to work, right? You're like, oh, I don't know. I really want to do it, but I'm not sure. And so that's why I think people come at it with that mindset of, I'll just make some money on the side and, and then hopefully it will grow one day and then I can leave my job or do whatever I want with the business, right? right. And even if you're at that stage, I think you can certainly treat it as a way to start grow slowly like you were talking about but I think that's the mindset or the frame of mind that you need to be in as opposed to this is something quick and dirty that I'm going to make passive income which is a totally different mindset and you're never going to make passive income with this <laughs> right there's always going to be some work involved and you'll have to build a team to be able to grow it for you um, and manage that team and that's when it could become more passive but in terms of being able to just, like you say, start with 500 bucks and hopefully turn it into a million without you having to do anything, it's not that kind of business. Not saying that you came into it with that mindset, but it's more of a case of, like you said, am I dipping the toe in the water or am I like jumping in like full on and, and giving it a good go? So I think that's a really good insight. Yeah. And I, and I like how Jimmy restrained himself from saying that it was bullshit and said it's crap because, you know. He was, he was trying to be, trying to be nice. You can say it's bullshit if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep it G-rated. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously, you know, there's going to be people out there listening to this and saying, you know, I want to be, I want, I want what Jimmy has. I want to have this idea of how to run a business on Amazon and I want to get started or I'd like to get, you know, do what I'm doing now, but better and get better at it. What, what kind of advice would you say to somebody who's looking to start their business or looking to improve their business? Yeah. I mean, the, the first thing I would say is I, I've listened to a lot of podcasts about success, whether it's an Amazon or other things. And you, you can sometimes 
when somebody talks about their success, you go, they made it. I just, I want to get there. But what I can tell you is Jimmy on this side of it is going, I've got so much more to learn. I got so much more to do. And there's going to be a lot of uh, issues down the road that I'm going to have to deal with and challenges. And so I, I don't envy me, like just take, take us, take a snapshot of where you're at right now uh, and just go, make sure you understand your why first. Just make sure you're really ready to start a business because they're, they're yes, we all here make money in our sleep. It's not, you know, you wake up in the morning and, and you look at you know, what your sales are overnight, all that kind of stuff. That is all true. But there's not really a lot that's super quote unquote passive about this. Like this isn't like you throw money in a stock market and it just goes up or down. Like you have to actively run this. This is a real thing. Yeah. And so Make sure you know your why. And if you really are ready to start something that's yours, uh, something that maybe you're passionate about or whatever it is, um, make sure you, you're, you, you are ready to go with your why behind why you want to do this because it's a lot of work. Um, and so definitely don't envy Jimmy. Just, just, just take a sort of a snapshot of where you're at and go, am I ready to really commit? Because um, once you start, you really do have to go all in because otherwise you're wasting your money. Uh, it, yep. It's the truth. Yeah, and I think this is why we love to um, have a chat, you know, with with people like yourself because it's it's about being real. I mean, at the end of the day, right? And so it's a real journey, and um, you're having some success to now, which is awesome. Like you're proving the model. You can see that it can be successful, more successful in the future for what you want to achieve. But also, this is a snapshot in time, right? This is like you being able to put some things in place and get a result from it, which is which is awesome. And it's just showing to people that it is actually possible um so yeah guys if you're listening to jimmy he's still on his journey right but he's been able to make it work for him and that's what we just want for everyone is like you said be specific about what you want if you're not actually linked emotionally to actually what you want you just write it down on paper it's just not going to happen right yeah. sometimes we write things that we don't actually want it we end up on the wrong path we end up in the wrong mountain climbing the wrong thing so that's a that's a really good piece of advice. And maybe, you know, you've had some ups. You've had a lot of ups, actually, which is awesome. You've had a few downs as well. Can you give us an idea of how your business is going now? You've met, you, you mentioned that you've got one product. It's going good. You're looking to scale for next year. You know, can yeah. you maybe at this point give, give people an idea of where you're at? Sure, absolutely. So um, in terms of the product we're at now, uh, we have far surpassed by about, well, exactly about 27% uh, in terms of, of revenue, uh, in terms of what we projected we would be selling per month. Um, and yeah. so we really, we, we grabbed the momentum and, and, and really went with it. Uh, I think we started, we launched, we launched in August. I think that was a perfect amount of time for us to gain momentum right into the big season for the product, uh, which was which was October. Um, in October, I was able to, in the peak, right, of, of, the, of this is the top season for our product, um, get Amazon's choice for our top three keywords, nice. including the big one. Like the big one is like 10x the next one in terms of search volume. Uh, it's the expensive keyword. Uh, and, and, at, and at certain points during, during October, we were battling for number one and number two spots. So, um, but I'm always battling between the number one and four, four spot or so. Um, and I know BSR is relative, but, you know, we were under a thousand BSR at one point um, for our area. So, uh, so there's a lot of wins for sure. Uh, main, remaining competitive. Uh, um, 
the thing that I think I'm, I'm being very successful is, is I know who my top competition is. Uh, and I don't try to reinvent the game. I'm just watching what they've done because they've been successful for a long time. And I'm just doing it a little bit better, newer, yeah. whatever it is. But that's probably the key is really paying attention to what's going on around you. Uh, and don't don't try to get too creative in, in the sense of, you know, going off the path. Isaac preaches this all the time. Uh, and it's like the, the bundles, right? And, or whatever it is, like these types of things. Know what sells. Know what the data gives you. Uh, and then just do it a little bit better. And so that was one of the things that went into the decision on doing air freight. Because I'm like, if I'm dealing with this problem, somebody else was. And, and you know yeah. what? At want some point, one of my competitors is going to run out of stock. And I didn't. So sure, I'm going hit, to hit, hit margin issues but I'll be the only one selling, right? And so that may not happen this time, maybe it happen next time. So these types of things where you outlast and you continue to just be consistent. Uh, and so for yeah. us, we've been doing very well. Um, and um, and we're already at a point where we're we're looking to scale up the next product um, here in the next couple of months. That's brilliant. I mean, it sounds like you, I mean, you planned it perfectly, right? So that's, that's one of the, the, key, uh, the key strategies and the fundamentals is to plan it when you're going to get the biggest result, which is exactly what you did. You know, you could have launched it earlier. Maybe you wouldn't have had the same um, the, the same result as what you actually got. So that's that's awesome. And it sounds like, you know, we talk about this. We just did an episode on this, actually. It's like not running before you can walk as well, right? You're just learning the process. You're understanding it. You're seeing where the, where the tension is seeing where the cracks could be, um, but you're not doing it to the point where you're, you're, if it fails or something goes wrong or there's a mistake made, that it's going to, like, everything's going to come crashing down. So your textbook, perfect there, Jimmy. I love that. And <laughs> no. are there any other resources that have really helped you on your journey that maybe you can share with people? Is there, you know, maybe a book or maybe there's just, you know, maybe a piece of advice or is there anything that particularly helped you and that maybe could help someone else who was in your situation. Um, right now, uh, it, right where I stand today, um, one of the things that I'm really honing on on, I am I'm part of a few other Facebook groups that I have I have come to 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 trust certain people in those groups. Uh, but one of them said, you need to know every penny coming in and going out, um, and if you don't, you're either missing an opportunity or you're wasting money. Um, and so for me, that's a piece of advice that I took as a challenge. Cause like, for instance, like returns, these types of things, it's, it's not easy to know down to the penny exactly how much money when somebody returns something, right? Like uh, how long does it take to get the 45 days, but if they don't return it or scrap, there's a lot of things that go into that. And once you figure it out, like there is, Amazon has policies on all these things, but putting it all together and then doing it in real time and then doing it consistently every day is is the challenge that i've put on to myself and so that's probably been the challenge is like don't just focus on your margins for your sales uh know every penny that's coming in and out ancillarily to your entire business so that means returns that means all these other types of things as well so that's that's probably the biggest piece of advice that i am i'm sort of trying to scale into a little bit better um when i was first starting um you know it, I, I think I've already probably covered it, but the biggest piece of advice that I would say, like I said, is before you commit, before you do these things, just make sure you're ready to, to go all in um, because this is not a passive side hustle type thing. It can turn into that as you scale up and as you hire, you know, VAs or whatever, maybe that's what you can do eventually. But when you're starting off, it's a lot of grinding. Yeah. Uh, and so make sure you are committed that you got the time and that your family is behind it. 
Like that's probably the biggest thing for those who have families is make sure your family's behind it because it's a lot of times that I'm, I'm on the computer late at this point because I, I'm still working. You know, like there, you have that sort of in between where it's like, I, I'm not quitting. So now all I've done is added an additional layer on top of my already busy life. And I'm like, I'm going backwards. There was times over the last year, I'm like, I feel like I'm going back. I'm more stressed now than I was before. But what you're doing, right, is you're preparing for the future. And, yeah. and so that's, that's what it is. So just be prepared for that. Like, just make sure you're mentally and emotionally and you've got the support system um, to get going. Um, really so. good advice. Yeah. 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 I mean, and businesses aren't for everybody. I mean, I, I, I remember talking to one lady. She was like, I live a stress-free life. I, I, I didn't have kids because I, I didn't want to have stress in my life. And I literally don't have, I haven't worked in, a, in an actual office. I'm like, so why would you start a business? That's, there's no such thing as a stress-free business. So oh, yeah. Um, yeah, there's, there's, there's people that don't, you shouldn't necessarily start a business. Not everybody should start a business. Some people, you know, if you just need money now, businesses don't just pay you like thousands of dollars right out of the gate. Right. So um, if there's too much stress in your life for certain reasons, look to find solutions to that first before you start to think about building a business. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Like you have to want it. You have to be prepared for it and you have to make sure that it's not a, a drain on you and those around you. Right. So that's, that's huge for a lot of people to hear. For sure. Yeah. Awesome. So Jimmy, we want to thank you for being on the show today. It's obviously great to hear, you know, the, the successful things that you've been able to do so far. And we obviously look forward to seeing everything that you can do on this Amazon journey um, and how you deal with all the ups and downs going forward. So guys, if you like what you heard today, please be sure to hit the subscribe button and share our podcast with friends who might get value out of it as well. Also get some absolutely free training on what it takes to have a successful business to fuel your lifestyle. Head to goteamreal.com to download our free training today. And we'll see you next week for the next Sprint to Profit episode. As always, we wish you the best for you and your business. Bye for now. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you would like to get more information about selling on Amazon, head to goteamreal.com for some absolutely free training.